Critics have said he has a face for radio and a voice for silent film. And now, here is your host, Ben Gordon. That's right, folks. It's the Doc G Show. I am your host, Doc G. And as you know, or may not know, that was the Doc G alarm. Why is the Doc G alarm going off, you ask? Well, it's pretty simple. Because we have Dave, Burley Man, Berlin, and new minted UNF alumni as guest co-hosts this week. That's a fact. That's right. What's up, Doc G? Man, how's it feel? like an adult now almost Ew. No almost an adult that's that's a good feeling right there nope i feel like that every day <laughs> that's good man i'll tell you it's been a good week so far definitely you know mm-hmm. uh the the almost being adults and whatnot mm. you know what some people don't really ever fully become adults though in right. a lot of ways you know i'm i'm not an adult in a lot of ways you know, that's that's fair. I don't do a lot of, as people like to say, adulting things. Nope. You know, keep it young, keep yeah, it cool. Shaving, I don't do that. Nah. Nope. You know, you don't getting, do that. Getting haircuts. Haircuts. Nope. Wearing professional clothes. These kind of things, I don't do. Right. Nope. But one thing that I did do at a very young age was I started to pick up social cues. No, you don't. Things that were acceptable and not acceptable. Those are important things. You know, and some people just never do that. Forever. They never catch them. They never understand. And I I think this was really showcased the other day. I went to Firehouse. You ever go to Firehouse? I love Firehouse. Yeah. What's your favorite? The the steak and cheese melt. Just the classic steak and cheese. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I do like it. I like the steamer. I like the steak and cheese. Italian. Italian. It's 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 weird to say, but it's almost too salty. Even though everything there's too salty. <laughs> Every but like the the Italian, I'm literally just drinking water for the next like day and a half. That's okay. You get the big Coke, you know, at the yeah fancy machine. You can just switch up every drink. Freestyle. Say what? I just drink a gallon and a half of sugar water. So that's Pop good. Salt. Exactly. There you go. Balance it out. But I was in Firehouse. And I was enjoying my meal. I was sitting down. It was a late lunch, you know. So that awkward time. Two-ish, two-thirty-ish. So there was nobody in there, right? Almost empty. And I'm eating my lunch. Nobody in front of me. There's like five tables in front of me. And this dude comes in. He orders. And he's eating there, too. Now, in that situation, where would you sit? Hmm. Well, I'd probably sit, you know, either... Away from you towards, like, the back or away from you towards the front. Right. Yeah. Because this guy doesn't know me. That's a fact. So we don't really, we're not going to interact. If a normal person sees you, they probably sit a little farther away from you. (laughs) Right? They're like, how did this hobo get money to eat here? What? I don't, I don't need. did all right today on the corner. (laughs) I don't want to eat this guy. Looks like he could have the plague. Word. Uh, Anywho, this guy, instead of saying, you know what, I'm going to go to the corner, I'm going to enjoy my media on my phone, or I'm going to look out the window. All good things. No, he sat in the table right beside me. Really? Right next to you. (laughs) And not only did he sit in the table right beside me, he could have done that and faced the same direction I was facing, so his back would be be to me. Right. That's sort of okay. Yeah. But instead... He faced me. Quick staring contest, me and you, now. He was sitting on the other side, so we were face to face. Eye contact. Like eight eight feet away from each other. And he just sat down like that was normal biz. No, yeah, you can't do that. And I was just like, dude... What? Girl, come on! And I was so I looked over at the lady at the cash register, and I was like, "What, what is he doing?" Like so confused to her, and she was like, eh, "I don't know." I just take the order. Yeah, she didn't want to be involved, and like, you know, I was hoping like then after he did it, I was like, "Okay, maybe he's got weird motives. Huh? Maybe you know, maybe he's like maybe a, 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 a 
yeah, a traveling carpet salesman, and he's going to be like, hey, check out these samples, what? you know, and I'll be like, oh, okay, I get it. But no, there were no samples of carpet. Oh. It was just him just being weird, not getting social cues, and like, Girl, I had to rush my sandwich. Yeah, he ruined your eating yeah, experience. because I wanted to get out of there because I had no idea why a person would do that. Nope. It was ridiculous, man. Some people, no yeah. social cues. Yeah, it's just like going to the bathroom and the person uses the, the stall at urinal right next to you. Right? Like, go down a couple. And you're just like, there's, there's five of them here. Why here? Why in all the places in the world would you choose want to be beside another person? In, in the bathroom. Give you some space. So weird, man. Some people without social cues. You know what? On this show, we get social cues. Yeah. Yes! Dave, you get social cues. That's why I invite you to be on the show, man. Awesome. I'm excited about this show. Always. Every day. We've got a good show. We've got Kareem Plug Chapman. You may know him Plug. from comedy clubs like The Laugh Factory. He's also, you may know him from his hit TV show that he was on, Kevin Hart Presents the Heart of the City. That's right. He was on there. We've got him today. Very excited. Yeah. Making big moves. We've got we've got great music. We've got great music from both uh, Mark Carson and from Morgan's Road. So I'm ready to fire up the show. Are you? I'm ready. Let's do it. Let's fire it up. All three engines up and burning. Two, one, zero, and liftoff. Okay, so we're going to start where we always start, which, of course, birthday suit. So, um, we're switching it up a little bit today, Dave. Mm. Something exciting, and this is actually from the help of Justin. That's right. This is a Justin suggestion right here. Let's ride. Yeah. Exactly. Hello. Properly stated. So, what we're going to do is we're going to have a birthday suit wear for each clue. An, an individual person for each birthday segment. So I'm going to have multiple people on That's right. About. So we're just going to have one clue for one person four different times. All right. Are you ready for the first one? I hope so. Here we go. On the first one, I'm not even going to give you any information about their birthday date. I'm just going to sing you some things. Wait, what? Okay, are you ready? And I, I will always love you. Celine Dion. Oh no! No, okay. Uh, um, let's see here. I want to dance with somebody. I want to feel the heat with somebody. With somebody to love. Who is it? Hmm. Oh my gosh. Not Shania Twain. No. What? I have no idea. Come on, think about it. Oh, Come on. Um, okay, uh, alright. No. It's alright, we've got three more that uh, you can get right. No. Whitney Houston. Girl, come on! Uh. Whitney Houston. August 9th, 1963, Newark, New Jersey, no. obviously. No. Her most famous song. I didn't know those were when you used to. I wanted to, <laughs> I, I, I will always love you from the Bodyguard soundtrack. Yes! Oh, man. And those then are I wanted. Classics. That's so bad. It's okay. It's okay. I was oh. singing along with you. You did know the songs. I I'll did. give you that. But you didn't know Whitney Houston. Uh, tragically, obviously, Whitney is no longer with us. Uh, passed away 2012. But still celebrating her birthday today. She was born, wait, 54 years ago. Sorry. <laughs> Anywho, August 9th, 1963, Whitney Houston. First birthday suit wear. Okay. All right. Are you ready to one. rip some headlines? Let's do it. All right, Dave. Rip it. Here we go. And now the news. So, first thing I want to talk about. Dave, have you ever been to Germany? No, never. Mm. I'd love to, though. I hear it's a pretty cool place. Berlin, Germany. That's that's where I got to go. There you go. I see why. Last name. Makes sense. You know, uh, Izzy, she's getting married there. Yeah, she just flew out. That's a fact. Crazy. I didn't get invited. It's a whirlwind. <laughs> Justin got invited. Dang it. I didn't get invited either, so don't feel too sad. Um, anywho, lots of things to do in Germany. Pretty big tourist site. Recently, it's been even more of a tourist site for uh, Chinese tourists. Okay. Because really apparently, the Chinese government put it on approved places to visit. 
okay. you know, because <laughs> okay. they got to approve where they can go and whatnot. And okay. the European Union was put on that list. So, uh, been a lot of Chinese folks going around the world checking out new things, getting a good mix of cultures, you know. There you go. Except uh, in this case, didn't really seem like people informed them of acceptable things to do in Germany. Hmm. So we had two Chinese tourists hang out in Germany. They decided to go to uh, Reichstag, which is the lower house of the German parliament. Okay. And they decided to take a picture while they were at Reichstag. Okay. Um, this is where it derailed. Uh, they decided to take a picture while doing a Nazi salute. Oh, man! Mm. No. And we have derailed. You have derailed. Not sure if you know this, Dave, but that's outlawed in Germany. Yes! So they got arrested. Right? Yes. Oh, geez. So, you know, the government in Germany realizes that uh, the Nazi revolution wasn't really their brightest shining moment. Right. Uh, so they try to distance themselves from that as much as possible. Understandable. Sort of like Volkswagen, you know? They don't really come out advertising that they were the car choice of the Nazis back in the day. What? It's not really a good look for them. Didn't know that either. (laughs) Yeah, it was. It was actually, that was their car. They got a deal with the Nazis, but, you know, in the history of Volkswagen, they're like, yeah, the Beetle, the van, hippies, yay, you know? Uh, Anywho, so these tourists, uh, they were jailed and fined 500 euros, and then they posted bail. Um, They don't even really know now if they're still in the country of Germany what they did after they got out on bail. I feel like if if that's put on the new list, you have to be like, hey, before you go to Germany... Here's some things you don't do. things you should know. (laughs) You know, but people were outraged, obviously, by the actions of these uh, tourists. Right. Uh, Some people were even stereotyping all Chinese tourists as bad. Girl, come on! And I gotta say, that's unfair, you know? Yeah, I agree. World Tourism Organization estimates that about 85 million Chinese tourists go abroad a year. Jeez. Wow. With a a population, obviously, of China of 1.4 billion. And that's only happened once? This instance has only happened once? That's pretty good odds. I mean, hey. I mean, what about the other 84,999,998 people who didn't make Nazi gestures? Come on. Yeah. I'm just saying, you know? So, keep that in mind, Dave. If you go to Berlin, don't do it. it. You don't want to embarrass the U.S. more than... Our have. diplomats and governments already have. <laughs> what? So, uh, moving on, let's do a little bit more European news. Okay. Hmm. Let's go a little bit north of Germany to Denmark. Ooh. Ever been to Denmark? I have not. I'm slacking. Neither have I. Don't worry. I haven't been there either. Uh, did you know, fun fact, uh, one of the world's largest exporters of wind turbines. You know what? You know what? Wow. I got that from their fact list on Denmark.com. Denmark's website. Yes. <laughs> That's a fact. Fun, right? Fun facts of My Denmark. gosh. They also have a monarchy. Okay. And at the helm of the monarch is Queen uh, Magrath II. Ooh, beautiful yeah. name. She's been queen for over 50 years. Okay. Uh, her husband, Prince Henrik, uh, he's been by her side for those 50 years. Uh, but okay. he wanted to be he wanted to be king. Yeah. Yeah. He want no. He wanted to be king. Yeah. Uh, you know, but that's not the way the monarch works. Right. Right. It's whoever has the royal blood, and Next she kid. had the royal yeah. blood. He so just, he just got married. Into he it. just married into it. Yeah. So he, the most Out he could luck. be was prince. Sure. So he had to stay prince uh, while his wife became queen. Didn't make him happy. Uh, and apparently he's been holding that grudge for fifty years. And he he lets it come out every now and then. He'll be like, well, I'd have, like about 30 years ago, he was in an interview and they were talking to him. And he's like, well, it's pretty upsetting when you got to ask your wife for some money to get some cigarettes because you don't get a salary. Oh, she does, but whatever, you know. Yeah, it and, must be rough. And people are like, uh, write that down, you know. And, got, and he says he's happy with being her. her uh, her husband and everything, but then just recently he decided to come out and say he's uh, taking his protest to the afterlife, Wait, not what? being uh, king. That's a big grudge to hold. Yeah, 
So he apparently told journalists that he no longer wishes to be buried by the side <laughs> of his wife at Rockskilled Cathedral in Denmark. That's salty. So salty. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I mean, I get it that he's upset and whatnot, but, but I'm a little confused how that protests him not being king. Hmm. Like, that just protests him being... Like, I don't... His, I hate his, my wife. The husband. Yeah, exactly. That's like, uh, for the rest of eternity? I think not. I'm going over here. Like, that doesn't really get no, his protest no, across. No. But apparently, in his mind, that's the way you protest not being king. There you so, go. Let's see how that works In case you go to Denmark, just a little news for you. A little bit of tiff in the monarch there. Dave, uh, what makes a person look American? Ooh. Ooh, loaded question there, right? I feel like the brands and stuff we wear are a little uh, bit different. Brand brand clothing. I could see yeah. that. I say being uh, fat. What? Right? That uh, two, that two, usually get that's a that's a giveaway, right? Yeah. 66% around there are overweight or obese. Yeah. Well, researchers at the University of Washington wanted to get to the bottom of that or at least a little part of this. Okay. They researched the idea of whether whites, blacks, Latinos, or Asians were more often viewed as American if they were normal weight or overweight. Mm. Yeah. So they showed pictures to 1,200 different participants, and they found that weight had no effect on whether the person was seen as American or not, uh, except for in the case of Asians. Wait, what? No way. <laughs> so when a person was shown a picture of an overweight or obese Asian, the observer was more likely to be like, oh yeah, that's an American. Yep, definitely They're American. totally American. Not in any of the other races that were looked at, only Asian. It's crazy how weird stereotypes are ingrained in people. Yeah. These weird stereotypes that there's there's an overweight Asian person and like a, another person just like, mm, no way they could have gained that weight in an Asian country. <laughs> nope. They're American through and through, 100%. Oh, yeah. But I thought it was a crazy study. That's interesting. Crazy study. So next that time you see an a, a, a overweight Asian, don't assume... They're American. Going to Germany. Don't let the stereotypes just escalate. Uh, Dave, have you ever been to Walker County in Alabama? Hmm. No. Probably not. No, it's right beside Birmingham. Oh, no. A little bit northwest of Birmingham. Nope. Anywho, there was an epic jailbreak there at Walker County Jail. Oh, dang. Yeah, that's right. Did they catch him yet? Yes. Okay. Good. So 12 people escaped. All 12 have been re, uh, recaptured. Um, so apparently, <laughs> some inmates saved peanut butter from their sandwiches okay. uh, at, uh, at lunch. Mm -hmm. And then they used it like modeling clay to alter the numbers on the doors. Word. And they altered the number over the door that led outside to be the same number as their jail cell. And then, after they had done that, they demanded when they were being transported uh -huh. that one of the new guards, a new guard who had just started working at the jail, let him into his cell, which was not really the cell, but the door to the outside. Oh, no. But because the, inmate, uh, because the guy that worked at the jail was new, didn't even realize it. And he just said, hey, open this door, which is my jail cell. And he looked down and said, oh, that's the right number. Click. And just unlock the door to the outside. Holy crap. And so Genius. 12, so 12, uh, 12 inmates just walked out oh my because of some peanut butter. Uh, Sheriff, do that? Sheriff Underwood, who is the head sheriff there, said, uh, changing some numbers on the door with peanut butter, that may sound crazy, but these people were crazy. Like a fox. Huh? Smooth, Sheriff Underwood. Very smooth. <laughs> I don't think you need to explain that, that they were actually cunning. Nope. When it actually worked. When they were able to escape, you probably didn't need to tell people, I know it sounds crazy, but it was actually pretty smart. Because they actually all got out. They so, need to make like a show. 
You know how like they, they do like the like you know, yeah the orders? recreation yeah they need to redo that they do I would love to see that apparently the twelve that escaped were in jail for all kinds of different reasons uh, disorderly yeah. conduct there's got to be a really smart one in there and then it escalated a bit is disorderly conduct and then attempted murder and domestic violence uh, what now obviously the attempted murder and the domestic violence that's pretty serious yeah but like the disorderly conduct come on with an escape that slick. Just let him go. Yeah. Just really. be like, you know what? You deserve. Like, that was cool. Bravo. Wow, how did you do that? Like, you got to <laughs> let him go on that one. Come on. Okay, Dave, have you ever seen um, a kangaroo on the, the side of the uh, road? Yeah, like, oh, on the side of the road? No. Yeah. no. Zoo, yes. Well, apparently, in Oakland, they thought they saw a kangaroo on the side of the road. They uh, thought they did. Yeah. So the Highway Patrol responded to a report of a dead kangaroo on Interstate 580 near the Oakland Zoo. After investigating the scene, the Highway Patrol said uh, the reports of the kangaroo were false. They uh, said that the marsupial was actually an enormous raccoon. Raccoon! Raccoon's trying to get on our back porch. Mom just chasing him off with a broom. Yes, a raccoon. (laughs) The Highway Patrol man that removed it said, seriously, I've never seen a raccoon that size. Oh, my gosh. That's right. Is there a picture of it? Uh, no. Uh, i guessing because it was dead. But Fake two, new, two, news, two things on this story, Dave. First, if you're driving along the road and you see a dead animal, why make judgments on what it is? Like, if I see a dead deer on the side of the road, but I'm not sure it's a dead deer... I'm not going to call up the highway patrol and be like, yep, dead lion on the side of the road. What? That's what I saw. You guys need to go clean that thing up. Gross. Ew. Right? I, I don't think I would ever call. No. no. I just swerve out and try yeah. not to get guts on my tires, you know? Greed. So true. Um, but, you know, if you are going to call, why j- jump to conclusions? Mm-hmm. Why why marsupials from Australia yeah. is what you would go to. We're in California. It was definitely a kangaroo. And, and second, if you were doing that because it was beside the zoo... The zoo came out and made a statement saying that their facilities don't even have kangaroos. Girl, come on! But the interesting thing is, they have wallaroos. Hmm. I didn't even know what a wallaroo was. I didn't know they existed. It's a mix between a kangaroo and a wallaby. Nice! So So the two marsupials, yeah, it's just like a teeny kangaroo, basically. Oh, I bet that's cute. Uh, Probably. But don't worry, no wallaroos were hurt. That's Thank right. Goodness. Just a giant <laughs> raccoon. What? Anywho. I want to see a picture of this raccoon. I do. I if sort of do. If you're driving, I would say, if you're anywhere near a raccoon that size, I would turn around and never come back. I would say it's pretty gross by now, though, would be my guess. Yeah. All right. That has been ripped from the headlines. We are moving on to Stop Faking the Funk. Dave, you know how this works, correct? Yes, okay. Here we go. First headline. Pogo Stick Pro leaps over three cars for the world record. Hmm. That's the first clue. Uh-huh. Or Bear knocks off Pogo Stick, uh, Pogo Stick champion in Utah backyard. Hmm. Hmm. The first one is so crazy that I feel like it has to be true. So I'm saying the the bear is false. <sighs> You got me, man. Yes. On the first try, yes. you got me. I was—I didn't know how to make a pogo stick story unique. I yeah. was—I was confused on a pogo stick. But uh, this sort of goes along um, with another thing that we love to do here on the show, which is Guinness Book World Records. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, this this Dalton Smith was the pogoer. Okay. Yeah, American ex-pogo performer Dalton Smith. He teamed up with Nissan, and he jumped over three Nissans. They're pretty well spaced out, too. Say what? Um, He jumped over three Nissans on a pogo stick, which was the world record for most consecutive cars jumped over on a pogo stick. I would never. Yeah, no, neither would I. And I, I didn't think that it could actually happen until I actually watched the video, and I was like, wow. That is a way to go. He has like a pogo a souped up pogo He's got to have like a pretty crazy pogo stick. You couldn't stick. do that with like a pogo stick from Walmart. No. Impossible. No. No. I've heard some pretty crazy stories about pogoing. 
Yeah. I had a I had a friend who was actually real big into pogo. A so he, so first of all, you know he was cool. Hey Amen. Yeah. He definitely all. got social cues. Obviously. <laughs> he did not at all. That's a good point. Um Okay, so moving on. Birthday suit clue before we take a break. Here's our second one. All right, here we go. I'm not going to sing on this one. I'm sorry. This one I think you'll get. Uh, Our second birthday suit wearer was born on August 9, 1967 in Fort Myers, Florida. He played both professional baseball and professional football. Okay. He is still arguably one of the fastest ever to record in the 40-yard dash in the combine. Okay. His most memorable years in the NFL were on the Falcons and the Cowboys. Oh, I got it. Prime time. Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders. Yes. yes. It is August 9th, his birthday as well. Turning the big 5-0, Deion Sanders. Yes. Play good, play good, though. Man, he's doing good, man. And yes, 4.24, I believe, was the uh, 40-yard dash. Something around there. Uh, Florida State. It was clock, hand clock. Yeah. Yeah. Florida State alumni had quite a jerry curl while he was there. Oh, man. Um, You know, just amazingly good at both baseball and football. Was he good at football and baseball? Yeah, oh yeah. Okay. Oh I yeah. I don't follow baseball, so he uh, he was up and down in baseball. His best year was '92. Okay. And then there were some sort of bad years, but I mean, you know, amazingly good. He, he was made in it the, to the pros. yeah, he was yeah. in the major leagues. So okay. you know, you got to be amazingly right, good. Anyways, we are gonna take a break. We are gonna go hear from our good friends, Morgan's Road. These are former guests straight out of Nashville. Yes. Hopefully, Ben has had his baby. Uh, the lead singer was supposed to have, uh, they were having a child uh, very soon. Yeah, hopefully everything went well with that. I still need to go to Nashville so uh, Ben can make me hot chicken. Work. There we go. Um, we'll make he a said trip he, up there. He said he would. Uh, but this is Morgan's Road with Turn It's Back on You. Boom. That's right. We'll be right back. Keep it locked on the Doc G Show.
And we are back here on the Doc G Show. Spinnaker Radio, WSKRLP 95.5 FM in Jacksonville, Florida. Little reminder, check out the Doc G Show always as far as the podcast goes. SoundCloud.com backslash Doc underscore G underscore fitness. Dave. Yes, sir. Do I look positively radiant? Always. Wait, what? <laughs> Good. I'm glad. You know why? Why? Because I'm wearing Positively Radiant by Avino. Nice. That's right. Shout out to them. Me and Jen. That's Jennifer Aniston. Word. We're sort of the faces of Avino. I could see that. Yeah. We both endorse the product. I have a little bit of a different endorsement deal than she does. Apparently hers is an eight-figure deal where they uh, pay her to, you know, endorse Avino. My deal, uh, Avino lets me buy their products and use them. There you go, and, and smell nice. Yeah. So I'm glad. I just wanted to make sure that I look positively radiant. Always. Good. You get a little demogra- different demographic than, than she does. So. Yeah, I hit the, smart, the homeless vagabonds that want to look chic while they're being homeless. Hmm. Exactly. Um, Anywho, it's time to move on to my favorite new segment. Why would you review that? Let's do it. Now, last week, you weren't here, Dave. We reviewed Times Square. Okay. Which was pretty good. I can imagine the bad reviews. Yes, yes. This week, we are moving on once again to a natural wonder, the Grand Canyon, which makes you say, why would you review that? We all know what it is. Yeah. It's in the title. It's a big canyon. Big old canyon. Big divot in the ground. We got it. Yep. That's a fact. Don't really need to review that unless you want to like, you know, put something about the park. Nope. Which no one did. Anywho, let's get down to these reviews. We had 5,328 reviews that people felt, hey, I need to tell the world what I think 
about the Grand Canyon. We had 151 one-star reviews. 2.8% one-stars. Average rating, 4.7 stars. Pretty good. Pretty good. Most people recommend. Then most people would say, hey, you know what? It's a nice canyon. I'm going to leave a good review. Yeah, let's let's start with Darius Badua. Okay. Uh, and I quote, "My gosh, it's cold as heck!" What? Exclamation point. J.K. about my rating. Period. I give it five stars. It's an amazing national park. Bro, come on. Come on, Darius. You can't just That's... J.K. the rating and the review. It's already been entered. JK. <laughs> you already got a one-star review. You have affected... The, the damage is done. It could have been 4.8, but he ruined it. You can't hit somebody with a car and then say, JK, I didn't actually hit you. Yeah, you did. You hit the Grand Canyon in the chest. Darius, you're trying Darius, too hard. come on, Way man. Too hard. You know what? Now, wow. Leanne LaBerre, she's one of my uh, favorites here, and okay. I quote... I, he, I haven't even got to the Grand Canyon from Central California, but I guarantee we will never be back. And Arizona Highway is to blame. Wait, what? Highway 40 is the recommended highway if you want to go to the South Rim. And coming from Central and South Cali- uh, California, in the 500,000 miles of travel I've experienced on the road, I have never seen a highway in as poor a shape as this. The signage along the entire route was unreadable. Really? Mostly from being old or weather uh, weather no. ripped or vandals. No. Not to mention there were countless as- asphalt patches covering both lanes, some a half mile long, without any lines. At night, with the lack of any reflective light, one could very easily run off the road before you knew what hit you. I absolutely do not recommend anyone to use this road for any reason. You know what? Wow. Deanna, first off, this isn't a review for the Interstate 40. Nope. Second, you've never seen roads worse than that? I'm guessing in your travels you've never been to Jacksonville, where the city that should have the motto, Welcome to Jacksonville, we have permanent road work. That's a fact. Always. Literally, I've been going through Jacksonville for 15 years, and it's never been clear of road work on 95. Just on 95. Always something. Anywho, the third thing, you live in Central California, you've traveled 500,000 miles on the road, and you've never been on Interstate 40 before? It's right mm. there. Yeah, okay. It's like an ama- it, that's like somebody from Jacksonville being like, "Yeah, I've never been on 95." Yeah, or 295. I should try that out sometime. Like, that's crazy. How did you manage that one? Yeah. Also, how did you estimate those 500,000 miles? Yeah, did she like count them up? Was that was that like an odometer simply for trips? Or is that oh. total? Or is that just a rough estimate that you're like, yeah, I've been alive. Yeah, how many years? Ah, 500,000. Yeah. That sounds good. Hmm. That, that, tries to, that makes her a credible source. Yeah, I'm just saying, Leanna, you, you worked real hard for that if, one. If you're going to take the time to like write this bad over review, I'm sure she could have taken the time to find the Highway 40. You would think. You, know. you would think. Caleb King, next one. He weighs in with this quote. Okay. I was having a hot dog eating competition with my guide when a bunch of small boulders started to fall down the side of the canyon. Once it hit the ground, it rolled straight into my leg, breaking it. What? Caleb, I don't know if this is true or not, um, but you didn't give us the most important information, and that is who won the hot dog eating contest. Agreed. I mean, okay, you're telling us about legs breaking and stuff. We don't even know if you're Joey Chestnut or not, okay? We don't know if you ate 72 or not. Or maybe if if your tour guide just took you to pound town as far as hot dogs go, all right? Wait, what? So state the facts, Caleb. We want to know the facts. Anywho, John Goodman, I'm guessing not the famous actor, this is spelled J-O-N, not J-O-H-N, like the famous actor. Gotcha. Um, but John said, quote, not as deep as I expected, end quote. Hmm. John, there's a point in the Grand Canyon that's 8,000 feet deep. 
Nah, he needs more. That's a pretty <laughs> deep canyon. Sorry the hundreds and hundreds of millions of years of erosion couldn't be more impressive or, for or you, John. Here. Next time, they'll try to be deeper. Thank you. Sorry. And the best one for the Grand Canyon, Tony Quist. Okay. Tony says, and I quote, my wife told me the baby wasn't mine when we were there. Oh, no. <laughs> now, oh, no. Tony, if this is true, I can see why that would bring up not such fond memories of the Grand Canyon. Don't tell the world. However, don't be mixing relationship problems with national park problems. Oh, come on. Doesn't mean the park was not still grand, sir. You just didn't have a good time because of extraneous circumstances nothing to do with the national park don't bring it down okay guys oh my gosh this has been why would you review that and that's why people reviewed the grand canyon nice all right here we go we're moving on to google trends Dave. Yes, sir. The Internet is the global system of interconnected computer networks that use the Internet Protocol Suite, TCP IP, to link devices. Have you ever wondered why people use the Internet? Hmm. No. Or more specifically, <laughs> Google? I'm still blown away by that title. Um, yeah, yeah, you know you Google, like, where is this thing? Okay. What's the phone number? There we go. You know? Well, this is why people use the Google machine this past week. Okay, 12th most search item on August 6th, which technically is this week, but I included it in last week, so okay. whatever. Uh, this was the 12th most search item, which was Sharknado. Oh. That's right. Sharknado. Yes. I, I, I know everybody out there is like, so really? So Sharknado? Popular. Sharknado is on five. They're on the fifth installment of this horrible movie. I can't believe they movie. made it past one. I didn't even know there were five, but this is the fifth either. one. <laughs> Global swarming. Oh, Washington Post even had a story on this. Why? Why <laughs> they, fuel the fire? They ended up asking the question, could a Sharknado actually happen? And you know what the verdict was that came up with? Hopefully no. No, it could happen. Oh, my gosh. Some, some sharks could get caught up in it. Now, here's what I would ask. I mean, could it happen fair. five times and in a global what's, swarming? What's the probability? Nope. I'm guessing not. But that was our 12th most searched item on August 6th. Damn. Quickly, before we get our guest host in, or our guest of the week, Kareem Plug Chapman, we are going to do another birthday suit. Are you ready? Let's do it. Gotta now, this it. one, I would say, is the hardest. Oh, jeez. Yes. So, our birthday suit wearer was born August 9th, 1959. He started his fashion line in 1981, but it wasn't until the early 2000s that the line became extremely popular. Now, all sorts of celebrities can be seen wearing the famous handbags, watches, and dresses with the initials MK. Oh, that's not that hard. Michael Kors. Michael Kors. It would have been very hard if I didn't add the MK part. Yeah. But Michael Kors' birthday today. Damn. Shout out to him. 57 years old. So if anybody's wearing a handbag or a watch or a dress. I didn't know that was a real... That's a real dude. He's probably rolling in it. He's uh, uh, worth an estimated billion dollars. That sounds about Um, right. So that's a good way to celebrate your birthday. Yeah, I'm sure he'll do something fun. Guys, we are going to take a break real quick, and we are going to be right back with none other than Kareem Plug Chapman. Hey, this Rock Montana, Mucho Yellow, and it's Rock and Yellow on the Dodge Show. And the trap I do wide open, you know? All right, we are back on the Doc G Show with Kareem Plug Chapman. Yes. How's it going, man? Hey, man, it's going good. Right. Going good. Thanks for having me, man. No problem, man. So working through August, being pretty busy for you, man. You've got uh, two shows coming up in Atlanta on the 15th, the 16th at the uh, Argosy and the Blind Pig Parlor. And then you got Greenville uh, on the 24th. 
Common Market in Charlotte on the 26th, Fairview Tavern in Asheville on the 27th, and then the Steam Press Coffee Cafe in Lafayette, Louisiana on the 30th. Now, not putting you on the spot, but which of those cities are you looking to play the most? Which one do you want to go to the most? I mean, I know you're from Atlanta, but... Um, I'm going to say Lafayette. Um, I've got a buddy. <laughs> I've got a buddy that's the national foosball champion. Mm. <laughs> he, he lives in uh, Lafayette, and I haven't seen him in years, man. Foosball so champion? Foosball. This guy is bad. At, I'm talking about... <sighs> Now, now no is that is, uh, one player foosball? So he works the whole table. Hmm. He will work. He will work one side. He's played against me and a few of my friends, and we didn't even score. <laughs> like he's yeah, he travels. He travels the world to play foosball. Ah man, that is an interesting life right there. Ain't it? That, that's 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 an interesting career decision when you go up to a person. You're like, well. I'm a professional foosballist. Word. What? <laughs> right. What? I thought comedian was wild. Yeah, that that takes it up a notch, man. But uh, that make my job look like corporate America. Exactly. You're a little too straight edge for him. But uh, I had Alan Mossenberg on the show, and he did a show in West Virginia, which I told him he, you know, he he had that listed on his shows, and I was like, man. That seems like a frightening place to play a show for, for, especially for a black comedian. And he was like, oh, no, man, it was actually one of the best crowds. What? I got to ask, where was, like, the worst crowd you've had? Like, you don't have to say what, you know, what venue or anything like that, but what what state did the worst crowd come in? Shoot, the worst crowd I've had has been right here in Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. A lot of times when you out on the road, um, unless you get like a dive bar somewhere that's not expecting comedy, then that can get kind of bad. But yeah. I try not to do those. So yeah, you they, don't, you they don't want to know we coming. Yeah, I was about to say you don't want to throw comedy on people when they don't when they're not expecting it. That's a little bit nah. For them. Uh, nah. What would you say is the hardest demographic to make laugh? Hmm. Uh, uh, I would say ghetto black people. <laughs> And rednecks. <laughs> so true. Yeah. Now, Alan Mossberg said uh, older black people. He said older black people. Oh, yeah, people older black people are rough. Sort of setting their ways. And, and if you're not talking about their their lifestyle, they could, they could care less. But, yeah, they could care less. Because that was the thing. So we have... Go ahead. You know, if I'm a, I'm a younger guy, so I'm 36. So if I'm playing to a room of 60-year-olds, I might have to change some of my Instagram references. And, you know. <laughs> what is that? Like, Who? What? Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> so that's the only thing that really makes it hard. I gotcha. I gotcha. So speaking of Instagram, actually, uh, you know, word has it on the Instagram, you went to Wet n' Wild Emerald Park the other day with your daughter. I did. How was that, man? Oh, it was great, man. I had a ball. You know, I, I work a lot, so anytime I get a, get to uh, spend with my kids, and we trying to go to every water park that exists. That's, oh. that's our dad and daughter thing. Say wow. What? Now, I, I used so. I used to go I used to go to Emerald Point all the time as a kid. I grew up a, a couple hours above Emerald Point there in Greensboro. And uh, okay. I think the last time I went, I was probably yeah a little bit older than like twenty. And I gotta ask you, did you go down the Daredevil drop? Hmm. Is that the um, the tan straight drop in between the yeah. black straight drop? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We roll, we roll everything, man. We won't play no games. We get on it all. Now I got <laughs> I got to tell the listeners. If you haven't been to Emerald Point, this this slide that I'm talking about, Daredevil Drop, it's a straight down drop. At one point, sure you is. literally aren't touching the slide. And I checked before we went on the air, 76 feet high. That's that's the drop that you go. And the last time I went, I got up to that with my brother, and I walked up like half the stairs, and I literally chickened out. Oh, I couldn't man. do it. I was like, you know what? No, no, this is too steep. <laughs> 
And I got to tell you, it's pretty embarrassing when you're walking back down those stairs and six-year-old girls that are like a third of my size are just like, woo, let's do this. And I'm like, it's straight down. What is the matter with you people? That's a fact. It was crazy, man. We went to to ride the edge, Mm. and it was like a super long wait. And so we get up to the top, and these two, like, hood chicks are in front of us. And the, the operator tells the one girl she's the smallest, so she has to go backwards. And she's like, oh, hell no, I'm out of that. Hell no, she quick. Shaniqua, you on your own, girl. And so my daughter sees this, and she looks at me like, I'm the smallest. I'm like, hey, you a Chapman. We don't punk out. And she rode that damn ride, too. Uh, I would have been in that group, and I would have been like, oh, I'm a Gordon, so I'm going to punk out. I'll see you guys later. I'll be down nah, down at the bottom. You make it to the top. You gotta ride. The, see, well, see, that's the point. I didn't go all the way to the top. I only got to like a halfway, and I was like, "Nope, I've already gone up too many oh, stairs. Yeah. This is scary." I'm not. No, mm-mm. I'm done with you it. You hadn't fully committed all the way. I can, I, I can do, you. I can do the edge. I've done the edge. I could do it. The, the straight down one though, I couldn't handle, man. Too much for me. Now, speaking of Instagram too, I've noticed uh, recently you started, um, started rocking the beard started uh getting the full beard going do you feel like it's made you any funnier hmm no not at all (laughs) (laughs) not at all i think it's made me more attractive to women i think that's well the beard is is uh that's a a a dating tactic you know my dad gave me my dad gave me uh advice a long time ago and he was like son if you're not that good looking Facial hair covers up that good-looking, you know, the, those those flaws. So if you're ugly, right. go ahead and throw a beard and maybe some large sunglasses. People won't even notice your face. And I was won't like, even mm, I like it. That's good. That is that's a good idea. I like it. But um, so also on uh, Instagram, you're talking about uh, you know, uh, being with your daughter. You got a lot of fatherly duties. Uh, I saw oh, yeah. on Instagram you've been dealing with the. Back to school hassles, like most parents. And you, uh, a couple weeks ago, you got that, you got that supply list, you know. And on the list, they had a bunch of names. I'm guessing those were the names of the teachers that they had, right? Yeah, right. And I noticed, you know, a lot of the stuff made sense: books, papers, pens. And then I noticed a couple teachers, uh, like several of them, hand sanitizer, baby wipes, Clorox right. wipes. I mean, right. are these schools not equipped with bathrooms? What's right. going on right. there? Right. I, I felt right. like you had to get a lot of sanitizing material for your kid. Like that seemed a little bit, uh, a little bit too much. I mean, you're just trying to cut costs. They're trying to cut costs in the school budget so they can pocket more money and drink more coffee. Yeah. Well, it, it, it is a chart. It is a charter school, right? That's, yeah, it is. That's what they like to do. Uh, you also joined the PTA, and you had the oh, caption, I, "I just joined the PTA. My gangster days are officially over." Oh, that's rap. That was that's 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 a sad moment, right? That's uh, when yeah, you, when, man. When you realize you gotta you gotta take it back a little bit. I oh, yeah. uh, I remember I remember when I turned 25. You know, I had a whole bunch of people at my birthday a while back, and uh, you know, we were all sitting there and we we're thinking. I, I was thinking about how lame it was, and one of my friends was like, "Why well, you don't look happy, man? You're turning 25." And I was like, "It's not 21." I was like, "We're not doing anything fun here. It's just the same birthday." And then one of my other friends was like, "Oh no 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 no, your insurance goes down, man." What? And like the whole table exploded in how car insurance goes down when you're 25 and they were all comparing rates and I was just like this makes this makes it even worse guys and that's when it when, when I saw that PTA I was like oh man I feel like being in those meetings there's just going to be a time that you're going to be like do we really care about this let's settle down right. a little bit <laughs> I hope they read it for me because I'm really I'm brutally honest you're going to go so, in there with some major changes happening right if you right. want to see some things I, you're gonna let it be known oh yeah yeah and i'm i'm brutally honest and apologizing to the poor kids that drew school my daughter is brutally honest also she's 11 mm. so she really doesn't care like, <laughs> oh it's bad she's bad uh that there there's I created a monster. there's something good for having someone that's brutally honest you need that oh yeah 
Now, oh, yeah. you're an Atlanta original, right? Out of East Point, right. correct? East now, Point. I've had a lot of Atlanta guests on the show, and something I always have to ask them, where's the best place to eat in Atlanta? Hmm. Well, we got a food. Yes! What what type of food are we talking? We're okay, talking soul food, burgers. We talking? That's that's what I want to know. I feel I got I got to know soul food because I feel like Atlanta is one of the best places to get soul food in the country. That's a fact. I like uh, I go to a place called K and K. It's off of Veterans Memorial, okay. uh, formerly known as Bankhead Highway. Okay, and they I call them the Chick Fil A of soul food. They're not <laughs> open on Monday. <laughs> well, that's how good they are. Oh, they they but go they yeah, span they out so the good, Monday. They can close for a full day. Man, all right, all right, and they yeah. they got all they got it all. Hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Um, right. They I like their turkey wings. Oh, turkey wings. They do a pretty pretty good oxtail. Mm. Well, oxtails are expensive in soul food places. They yeah, might pay twenty dollars for a plate. How, how's how's the collards? Because that's that's always one of my staples that I gotta have. Oh man, the collard greens is on point. They got yes. collard greens. If you catch them some weekends, they have turnip greens, mm. mustard greens. They have all kind of greens. In that no. place. All right, all right. I okay. think somebody auntie cooks. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm gonna have to check it out next time I come down. Next time I come to Atlanta, I'm gonna have to check it out. Uh, speaking of Atlanta. You are Ti's nephew, right? Nice. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. And you were you were his uh, assistant for several years, right? Yeah, um, a few years. Wanting wanting to be in the the music industry. Um, did Ti? I was there for the gun years. <laughs> <laughs> did now were the roles ever reversed? Now that you're a comedian, does Ti ever get the urge to want to be a comedian? Do you think he would be nah, a good comedian? Bad. He's actually funny, man. He has a he's really funny. I don't know if he has um Well, the thing is, being that he's established now, if he was to try it, it would be a little easier because people would be like, Oh, we want to hear what he's gotta say. Right, right. And he's and he's naturally funny. So yeah. he could do it. He he definitely could make the transaction. He's just he's just not interested. Nah, not that I know of. I think he's just stand, um, trying to do the movie thing full time, pretty much. Now, a little cliche, but I gotta ask: What do you think uh, your favorite uh, song of your uncle's is? What would you have to say? Um, I like a song of his called uh, "Grand Crown Grand Royal." It's on his first album. Okay. And uh, he actually made the beat for that record. Oh. Okay, deep cut. Yeah, man. I like to go in the deep cuts as well. That's, I'm I'm a big fan of digging deep, and that's usually, like you said, that's usually the ones that the artists really like themselves. You know, because that's the ones they they worked right. on. They're not really cherished by other people, and it's like this 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 is this is what I really am am proud of. Um, speaking of that, some of my favorite jokes don't ever get laughs. Doesn't that kill you when that happens? You know, mm-hmm. and you're just like, I thought that was hilarious. Nobody else is with that. Really? That was great. Come yeah. on, somebody. So on the yeah. 15th and the 16th, those are the two uh, most re- uh, most uh, soon to be shows that you got coming up there in Atlanta. Right. Right. Now, the uh, the 15th is in Argosy. Uh, yeah, Argosy. OK. OK. And that's that's is that in East Point? No, no, it's gonna be in uh, in Atlanta. Okay. Both of, those, both of those shows are gonna be in the city. Okay, okay. Uh, so that's on the fifteenth and the sixteenth. Um, plug. We are against a break right now, but if you want to tell the listeners where they can find you on social media and the web, give them that information real quick. Oh, uh, my social media is uh plug Chapman everything. Okay. Facebook, Instagram, all of that. So, uh, at Plug website, Chapman. Yeah, at Plug Chapman. My website is uh, PlugChapmanComedy.com. Okay. All right. So Try to it, keep it simple for everybody. Exactly. Man. You got to keep it the same. If you have a bunch of different ones, they, they don't know where to... They, they don't know what to turn. Comedian, put something else in, laughs a lot. You know, it's, it's tough. Right. <laughs> all right, Plug. I want to thank you for being here, man. We really appreciate you coming on the show. Hey, I appreciate you for having me, man. Anytime you need me, let me know. (laughs) All right, listeners, keep it locked here on the Doc G Show. We'll be right back.
question the mic. They thought I'd never make it I was talking about some dreams They didn't think that I would chase it Back to making records Smoking pot up in the basement Now I got a couple songs That you can find them on your daughter's playlist Making sure my family eating good And no one worry I keep the fine dimes I'm dropping threes like Stephen Curry I made a couple moves And got a little bit of tension Public ears pointed up Executives that wanna listen Not not Open up at the front door, let me say what's up. Ain't getting lean, no drink in my cup, but I got some purple weed if you be thinking that's enough. Locked down, cool, better raise the stakes like cop out. Wait for the top spot to drop down. Wait for a bigger name, wait to flop now. In the elevator, only one way to stand at the top. How long can you stay? Legend never dies, long as people give a praise. Some people less a week and a fool less a day. I do the shit cause I love it, nothing else above it. Entertain the public, fit a pop, shove it, tell a bitch, suck it. Round, round, top down, mill figure up, saying and that's just the way, Dowdy Ching, simple faith, 17, that's just the age, going life that I had to contemplate, speeding down the freeway, doing JCZ, women look sleazy, when they come and see me, made it on TV, made it out of BC, know it on the table to the people if they need me, people if they need me, they probably don't, ask for help and they probably won't, hard work done by myself, so cut the check, give me all the wealth, give me, give me on the outside, through the peephole, singing with the clowns and join the freak show, pull the curtain down and let it unfold, I'm reaching for the top, I ain't never letting go, long time ago, dreaming, all kind of shows around the globe Money that you talk is valuable, it's magical But it's only tangible, huh? And I find it funny like You got me going get your honey Doing all that you can for the cash Throwing that in the back in the stand like Knock, knock, open up At the back door, let me say what's up Knock, knock, open up Liquor in the lean, gotta make sure my cup Knock, knock, where the fuck Call the cell out, why I smell so much Knock, 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 I'm fucking Sneaking to the backyard, looking for an entrance Picking through the window, rendering, what's in this? All I see is bullshit, big business One idea, got a risk for the biscuit Keep it moving, keep it jumping over fences Weather never letting up, a bitch relentless Keep it grinding, put that nose in the dirt When you open up, you can better first Kickin' I'm breaking in Find the wall, I'm caving in Coming through the roof, paper thin Lost mine, another face again Nothing fucked up in the game LS tapped into my brain On the LSD with the MT Let's see spirit world set me free So what to do when it's time to move The clock you made is just a human tool These eyes are here, ran by a fool Long watch the fall, I'm thinking what is cool In the window, never take this luxury That's the price you get Some fool by what to get They think possessions equal rich My reality, another place Take a stab with aliens and outer space Time to get locked up in a safe I'm about to run, playing a mice so follow me to the spaceship If you find me, we can race But the point is so pointless And the finish line rejoining Remember for retention and my reason for the tension And I'm feeling like it's slipping, hanging out the couple lunches Digging out the trenches, working on the kingdom Yield if I bail, let them know where it came from Underground, get me walking on the rail John Henry hit a dab, I'm working with a nail Only been successful, no one ever felt For what's a rapper speak, but I never leave a trail Cause I'm coming in, I saw it's fake It's all pretend, I saw the statues walking in They wake up, I will talk again All right, and we are back. That was Mark Carson with Flip Mode. And, of course, before that was none other than Kareem Plug Chapman. The plug. Good stuff right there, man. It's good there. stuff. Always good stuff. Real Dog quick. Okay, so last birthday suit clue here. Okay, let's go yeah. three for four here. That's right. Let's get a passing grade. Uh, August 9th, 1974. That's when this birthday suit wearer was born. Hmm. They were a professional basketball player who played for the Lakers, the Golden State Warriors, and the Oklahoma City Thunder. They won five NBA championships while playing. After retiring from basketball, they became the head coach of the New York Knicks for two seasons. Got it. And a side note, they're also hated by Matt Barnes. Yeah. Who is it? 
Derek Fisher. Derek Fisher. Yes, indeed. Those stories are awesome. He he is really not... I'm surprised he's still alive. He is not on Matt Barnes' most likely list. He's a scary dude. But you know what? Matt Barnes has got a championship, so... There you go. Who cares? All right, Dave, it's time for the Zebo sum up. Are you ready to time it? I got you. Okay. Here we go. Are you ready? You got to give me a countdown. All right. Three, two, one, go. Know the rules of Germany. Happy birthday, Whitney, uh, Dion, Michael, and Derek. Plug is a funny dude. Sharknadoes could happen. The Grand Canyon is grand. 8.14. 8.14. Oh, so close. You didn't have that little stutter. I know. I had to read because I misspelled Michael because I'm an idiot. <laughs> what? Oh, man. What you get? You should have proofread. <sighs> oh, well. Okay. That was good, though. For real. Know the one. rules of Germany. Happy birthday. Whitney Houston. Right. Deion Sanders. Michael Kors. Derek Fisher. Plug, obviously. Funny guy. Just had him on the show. Sharknados, apparently, uh, to the Washington Post, could happen. And the Grand Canyon is grand. Okay? Despite what John Goodman says. Yeah, not as grand. Thinking that it's not as deep as he expected. It's deep, man. Real deep. It's deeper than Fifty Shades of Grey. It's deep. Yeah. Anywho. All right. Dave... It's been an awesome show. Thanks for having me. Am I, am I right? Pleasure. Yes, sir. All right. Yeah! I have had a good time. I'm guessing Justin will be finished with shenanigans next week. Yeah, I don't know what the heck he's doing. I don't Missing know. out. You know, maybe next week we'll 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 have a uh, we'll have a radio threesome. Wait, what? <laughs> I was gonna say that. I was like, mm, no, you can say that, it. There are three that's, people. That's a social cue. Yeah, there's a three people on the radio <laughs> talking. Well, triple co-host. It's How a radio that? threesome. Anywho, <laughs> we will be back next week. Until then, I have been your host, Doc G. With me, the new alumni, David Burley Man Berlin. Yes, sir. Until next week, zip it up and zip it out.